Hello, beautiful ladies. Happy New Year. I'm Nicole Michelle, founder and femininity influencer for the inner beauty movement. I'm so excited and I feel blessed to be able to talk to all of you from around the world once again. We've had a blessed 2020. I started my podcast and I'm so excited to uh, explore women of the Bible with you as well as inspiring scriptures that will help you along your feminine journey. And in case you didn't know, real quickly, you can find us on on Facebook, Christian Feminine Women's Group. You can also, Women of Purpose, uh, and also you can find us at Traditional Feminine Women United on Facebook, which is open to the public. Ladies, there is support for Christian women out there. We just have to find each other. And I've made it my life's work to make sure that you get the support you need, not only on your feminine journey, but on your Christian journey as well. I find it appropriate, since it is the beginning of the year, that we start at the beginning. And that means the beginning of the Word of God. And if we look at chapter 3, I want to talk about Eve. Um, who was the first feminist. And, and I've gotten pushback for, for saying such a bold statement, but I do stand by what I say. Based on the attitude of that's behind the feminist movement, um, it's, it's about equality. It's about uh, being equal to that which we feel is supreme, even to the point where female supremacy is now the word of the day. It's not spoken, it's implied. So anything that's anti-female, even if it's in a corrective uh, stance, even if you're criticizing from a place of love, you're criticizing from a place of wisdom, uh, teaching, it is taken as a direct hit. And we know that that's not of God because God is a loving God. And when you love someone, you correct them. As we've seen all through God's word, he corrects his children. He corrects his people. So I want to start with chapter three. And you all know the scripture. Like, you know, the serpent was very crafty. He was very, very uh, sneaky. And that's how God made him. God made him that way. And uh, that's an entire debate all by itself, why God would make uh, animals like that. But God is a God of free will, and he wants you to choose him, right? God has a healthy level of self-esteem. He wants you to choose him. He's not a dictator. Uh, he wants you to choose his love, uh, and, and that he will open up uh, the windows of heaven to those who choose the life of a Christian, those who choose the life, not only of a Christian, but of a believer. You become a disciple where you give up so much of your life to serve God. He will reward you. And in chapter three, we see that the serpent shows his ugly face. The serpent is on his belly. He's low. He's the lowest of the beast. But he's slithering around and he has the ability to communicate. So I don't know if all the animals were able to communicate at that point. I don't know. 
What I do know is that this particular beast was able to communicate with Eve. And it says that he was very subtle. He was crafty. He was sneaky. And when people are sneaky, they ask questions and they kind of lead you where they want to lead you. I say that uh, Eve was the first feminist because... The last statement the serpent said to her before she ate was that you will not die. After Eve expressed to him, no, God didn't say I couldn't eat the fruit. He said I couldn't eat of the fruit of this tree or I will surely die. So the serpent comes back and says, no, you won't die. Now, at this point in time, her wheels are spinning in her head. And now she feels like, wait a minute, I've been duped. I've been left out. Now, mind you, let's let's do put this in proper context. God created the world. He created Adam to serve him right and God gave Adam specific instructions to govern or lead if you will everything on the earth in the garden right and so the earth at that time was his proximity which was garden of Eden Uh, he was the lead And God gave Adam specific instructions. Ladies, this is important if you are married, if you intend to be married. God placed the man as the head of the home. God instructs him. And likewise, the man has to answer to God as to why you don't have food, why you don't have shelter, why you don't have the things that you need because his place is to provide and protect and lead. So a leader is responsible for people who follow him. That includes women and children. See, the order of God's family is God first, the man who answers directly to God, the woman who has her own independent relationship with God, yet in the family unit, she still submits to the husband and the children who submit to both parents, including God, but they answer immediately to their mother. That is the order that God has ordained for his family. So when a woman steps out of that order, a specific order that was given to her through Adam, then she seeks to challenge that which the man has put in front of her. And some will argue that she wasn't trying to be equal when a man that is the head of the household tells you something and you do the opposite. You are challenging him and you do think you know better. In other words, you do think you're equal. That is a feminist undertone. It's right in the word of God. Now, others may argue that point, but I don't see the difference in the feminist ideology, the mentality of questioning why men are leads why men should be leads well men don't do it right i have to do it 
You know, uh, a woman can do it just as well as a man, even though there are certain uh, occupations and positions that should be filled by men for specific reasons. They still feel like they should reign supreme over the man, regardless that a woman's womb is more powerful than anything a man can do or say or complete. So I don't see how this behavior is any way different than modern day feminism. So while I agree with first wave feminism in that there were some things that women needed to have in place legally to protect themselves and their property. I do believe modern day feminism has gotten out of control to the point where it's anti-family with the man being the head of the household. And that, ladies, is going against God's word. That is going against his plan. And as feminine Christian women, you cannot usurp God's word. You cannot interpret the word to mean the woman goes around, above, over the man who's in the lead. If you choose to be under the leadership of a man, God has ordained that man to be your leader and you must submit to his will. Now, I'm not going to go into submit. What I will tell you is he is the leader. We'll talk about submission later, but he is the leader, ladies. And if you want a healthy marriage, if you want that man to consider you as your wife, uh, uh, as his future wife and the mother of his children, and put his name on you. He needs to know that he's not going to be challenged every step of the way with what you want and what you're talking about. That what he's saying, what he's suggesting, you're not going to step over him and challenge him each step of the way. So by Eve, I want you to focus on what's going on through her head. I want you to think about that. When the serpent says, no, you won't surely die. When I when he says that, I want you to focus on what can you imagine is going through her head because we know what she did next. So it's not hard to figure out what she started to think. Well, wait a minute. I didn't hear that from God. And, you know, maybe he's, you know, uh, being dramatic to keep me from eating, but I'm not going to die. You know, I want you to just write that down in your journal. If you have a feminine journal, if you have a, uh, a Christian study Bible uh, that you use or a study journal or a study book or whatever, I want you to write down what you think was going through Eve's head at this point, because we know what she did next. She disobeyed God and she set the world on an entirely different trajectory because of that decision. And so what she was thinking is huge here. I don't think that what she was thinking was way different or completely different than what modern day feminists believe. Ladies, I hope that you study the word of God and become vessels in which the word of God and the love of God is felt and passed out to uh, people from all over the world. I want them to see God through your actions and through your love, through your feminine love. We're going to talk a lot about feminine women and how 
We are designed to acquiesce to the man that we choose to be the leader of us in the home. It's important that we remember from the beginning, from the beginning, we can make mistakes that change the course of our families. We have that much uh, influence and Eve learned how much influence she has. And from Eve's mistake, we can prevent mistakes by simply being obedient to the word of God. Ladies, I hope that this helped. Please study the word, pray on the word so that God will give you the proper uh, interpretation that you need for your life. The Bible is such a wonderful guide to help us on our feminine journey if we just open up our eyes and be receptive to what the word is saying to us. God is communicating to us and Jesus loves us so much. We just have to hear his word. Remember, ladies, that I love you and Jesus Christ loves you. And until the next time uh, we meet again, keep the faith. Bye.